Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Sunday. I'm finally recording on the day that I'm supposed to, and it feels awesome. What's going on, everybody? This is Nicole Queen, Coach Coco, or just Coco. Don't know which way I'm going to um, brand myself. But anywho, this is our seventh episode, and this is On My Soapbox, everything health, wellness, and just plain old life. And we have a great episode today. We are going to talk about getting some sleep because none of my friends are sleeping. I don't know who's sleeping and I don't know why y'all trying to put a band-aid on the sleep. Like it's not supposed to happen. Like God created sleep. Bears go to sleep for like a whole winters and then they wake up in the summer. I mean spring. So if God saw it fit, or the universe, or whoever y'all decide to follow this week. Um, if he saw it fit for a whole animal to lay down, then why do we think that it's okay to get by on three, four hours of sleep and be like indignant that it's okay? That is not okay. You have whole families, children, wives, careers. And all these things. See, I'm already on the soapbox. So listen, stay tuned (laughs) because I'm so passionate about this topic because I dealt with it myself and I tried to do everything to rationalize the why as to why I wasn't sleeping, why I didn't care, I'm grinding, you know, uh uh-uh. So we're going to get into it in a few minutes, but first we got to get to our current events. All right, current events. Listen, we are just coming off of that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful royal wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I even got caught up in the in the um, shenanigans. Like I, I briefly watched bits and pieces because you know, y'all know I can't do a whole bunch of fanfare and all that stuff. I gotta look at stuff on my own time in my own way. So, so I mean, it was just beautiful. Of course, the top of the week we had drama with the um, Markle family and with her daddy. But I mean, nobody really cared. I didn't really care about that. Like, mm, whatever. He just doing what he do, what he been doing, what he used to doing. But it was a beautiful ceremony. Everybody was posting and putting up pictures, and the way that brother looked at him, looked at her. Listen, we are all capable of having that. You do not have to have a prince to do to get that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, govern yourself accordingly. Watch what you're putting out in that atmosphere. Work on you. Worry about yourself. And then you may attract something like that. But if you're out here spitting this venom, taking being deceptive and everything like that, then you're going to get what you're going to get. And that's it. I'm going to stay. I'm going to get off that soapbox and I'm going to continue on. But just know that we are all capable of a Prince Harry or or a Princess Meghan. Y'all just have to do your work. You can't be out here in these streets acting a fool and then expecting somebody to cook a meal or do whatever for you. Grow up. You know what I'm saying? Grow up. But 
that was beautiful. And I just love the fact that it was, you know, the black folk, we came, we showed, we showed up and we showed out, you know, we had a choir, we had the, the pastor was preaching. I mean, it was, oh, and the little, um, the cello, a cellist, whatever, however you say it. But, um, it was just altogether a lovely event. And mother Oprah was there. She was beautiful. I mean, I was like, come on. Oh, come on, Oprah. You up in there? Yes, you should be, as you should be. Shoot. <laughs> so I loved it. It was so great. And I'm just very, very um, excited to see how this union. Y'all know I'm waiting for that baby, the little brown skin, red haired baby. Y'all, when y'all see it, y'all gonna be like, Coco said they was gonna have a brown skin, red haired baby. And when little. Theodore comes out or whatever his little name going to be. We know it's going to have to be something gallant. So (laughs) let's see. But let's see. Harry's a little misfit. So we'll see how that works. But I love it. I'm here for it. I can't wait. I really cannot wait. Um, Also, we had some babies. Some babies popping up in the celebrity land. We had Khloe Kardashian had her baby. Little True. Adorable simply adorable but I I just, I just pray over that baby and that family because there's a lot going on and I think they need somebody seasoned they kind of need somebody like um that show where the um British nanny came and like got them kids together that's what they need because I, I know them kids and they're running amok I know they are I absolutely know they are and um yeah I know they are. <laughs> but anyway, John Legend and Chris, Christy Thigger had a little bouncing baby boy. The name escapes me right now, but we're happy for them as well. Just some cute little things happening. May is such a beautiful month. Like May is my favorite month because all of the new fresh stuff. You have so many sweet transitions happening in May from anniversaries to Um, weddings and of course the graduations and you have Mother's Day and so May has always just been my favorite month. May is just a beautiful month and a beautiful season of spring which is rebirth and renewal and you know you just have to I've just enjoyed on my timeline seeing so many great achievements so many great pictures and the proms proms the um, parents y'all did very well clothing your children um, for prom night, very beautiful, very beautiful. So, I mean, I've always really, really loved May. We have elections coming up here in Georgia. I'm not sure if it's, it must be everywhere in America, I'm pretty sure, has some local elections. And we got, listen, this, you know, I understand political shade and I understand political campaigning, but this particular election has some of the most disgusting campaign ads that I have ever seen. There's a man, Brian Williams, Michael Williams, going around in Georgia in this daggone prisoner transport bus that he has converted, painted it gray and black, talking about it's a deportation bus. And he's taking this bus to different areas in Georgia that are identified as sanctuary cities for um, I guess illegal immigrants or, you know, immigrants that, ha- that are, you know, waiting to get citizenship or whatever. And, you know, he was right down the street from my job because I work in Tucker, but Clarkson is one of those 
um, sanctuary cities where I don't think, and on the back of the bus, this man has put follow me to Mexico, which is so ignorant, but I don't think that these people that live in Clarkston are even Latin by any means. At least they don't look like it to me when I drive through there. So that just shows ignorance. Like, there's a lot of ignorance being spewed across the television with these political ads. We got Brian um, Kemp. Uh, his, you know, okay, we all know that you like guns. Like, it's 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 crazy. Like, he's blowing up stuff in his yard. He's got a shotgun. He's, all his, his, um, all his campaign ads have guns or something ridiculous in them. Um, and I'm not like, listen, I'm, I'm for guns for the people that should have them. I, I'm not like overly like, Oh my God. You know, I hear gunshots every night. I'm pretty sure the people that are firing are not car toting gun license carrying gun owners. You know what I'm saying? So there needs to be some sort of reform because the types of guns that are on these streets only need to be in military on military bases. Like honestly, um, and we also have a black woman running for governor, Stacey Abrams, and we have another lady running for governor, Stacey Evans. So um, there hasn't been, they haven't really done too many camp like commercials with them two in it. Um, I mean, they've done their own personal, you know, campaigns, but no, there hasn't. I haven't. I've only seen one like little slight nod, nod to. Um, Stacey Abrams, but it's not as bad as the men. Like, these Republican men are just like, and not saying that don't come for me. I'm not saying that Republican men are crazy, but these ones in Georgia that are running on this particular campaign during this year, during this season, are crazy. Boom. You can skip past this part if you want to, but that's how I feel, and I'm not I'm not ashamed about it. So, listen, y'all get up Make sure, uh, hopefully you're already registered to vote, but voting day is coming up and we need to show up in these polls. This seems like it's going to be a very, well, it is. I mean, we're voting for our governor. Um, so this is a very, very important election um, for us. So let's get out there in droves. All right, people. So next, we're going to get into our topic, Sweet Dreams go the fuck to sleep. Sorry about the harshness. Sorry about the F-bomb. But listen, I wish I had a little sound clip of Samuel L. Jackson saying it so it wouldn't sound so bad. (laughs) Because we're used to him cussing all day. But honestly, y'all, people are not sleeping. And I'm so passionate about this because I believe that sleep has been just shoved into the bottom of oh, this is something that I do when I get around to it. No, sleep is very important. And I've suffered from my own little sleep issue. And for people to defend their lack of sleep, like, it's a problem. Like, it's not a problem. Like, yo, y'all really need to get it together because sleeping is very, very important to the body, for your brain, for your families, for your sex life. So yeah, we're gonna dip. We're gonna dip right on into this sleeping issue, and we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna come to Jesus about it, and then we're gonna release. We are gonna release the negative attitudes around sleep, because sleeping does not mean you're lazy. Excessive sleep when you should be working, yes, that is lazy. But if you just are burning the midnight oil or burning the candle at both ends, and you are not a productive member, 
of anything, but you think you are because you've been grinding? Nah, yo, that's not how it goes. Not how it goes at all. But I'll get into that in a minute on my soapbox. Okay, here we are. Now, I just want y'all to just relax. Just take a just take a deep breath in and blow it out. Because I might step on some toes today. And I hope I do. Because I want people to have a, a healthy life. You know, um, I did a Facebook post recently about what um, what's the hardest thing for you to do. Work out, eat well, drink water, or sleep. An overwhelming amount of people have, have sleep issues. Ain't nobody sleeping. Like, nobody is sleeping in Atlanta, I don't think, or anywhere, anywhere. Now, with that being said, there's always a lot of morning accidents. There's all always in Atlanta. You can guarantee somebody and flipped over on 285. Now, whether that's because of a lack of sleep or whatever, anything it could be, but I'm just saying, now it makes sense. I didn't expect that. I thought I thought a lot of people are gonna say either going to the gym or eating well. No, people aren't sleeping. People aren't sleeping, and I'm here for it, and I'm ready, and I'm on my soapbox to tell y'all how to sleep and what it does for your body. A lot of people um, say, well, you know, I'm burning, you know, I'm hustling, I've got my business going, or, I mean, that's the biggest rationalization about why you can't sleep. Well, I'm I'm a busy business person. I'm working on my business. Well, that business, you're not working on that business. Your business is working on you. When you're not getting enough sleep and you're not spending enough time with your family and you're grumpy and you stink because you just want to be up all day tippy-tapping on the computers and trying to find the next, you know, person or whatever it is that you're, you know, what your business is about, that is not, it's not a good look at all. Because you got, first of all, you look crazy because you got bags underneath your eyes looking crazy. So I'm just going to just start off by saying I don't ever really say anything that I haven't gone through. And I always say I go through things so I can help people grow through things. And this is one of the things that I went through. I was in network marketing for a few years and I totally was in like I was trying my best to do so many different things. And um, there were times when I didn't go to bed until mid, at, way after midnight. That was like a norm for me. Going after bed way after midnight and getting up around 4 o'clock to, to go to the gym. Because I, I never stopped going to the gym. And I always was a morning gym person. Always. I love to go to the gym early in the morning. All the machines are open. I can get my day off great, and it's just a great, um, I just, that's just my preference, and, you know, I was just doing this for years and years, um, and I would, 
just, you know, and I would wonder why, you know, I would fall asleep during the day or be cranky or just random things. I probably didn't really lose the weight that I wanted to lose just due to the fact that I wasn't sleeping the way that I wanted to sleep. And, um, this went on for some years. I'm talking about from 2015 until pretty much last year when, you know, I was blessed to, um, be in, get, a, get into a relationship and he noticed and he Rico was like babe you're not sleeping and I don't understand how you can do these hours of working out come home work on your business go to bed after way after midnight and just do the same thing over and over again and I'm telling you I used to have a twitch Like, my eyes used to twitch really, 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 really bad, and I never understood what it was until I looked it up, and um, something that I read said that that was from lack of sleep, and I was like, yeah, right, you know, when you get on WebMD, you're like, okay, that's not true, (laughs) but um, so he started having me get in the bed at nine, he would call me and Nine o'clock was my my time where I would get in the bed. So I used to always make sure I had my shower, I had my clothes out, all this good stuff. And by nine o'clock, and I was also a person that slept with the TV on all the time, all the time. Well, what would happen was when he would call me at nine, I would turn my TV off so I could, you know, give him undivided attention. And so we would talk or whatever. And then around 10, 9.45, He'd be like, okay, it's time for you to go to bed. And that just progressed into my own little night routine where I know at 9 o'clock I need to be in the bed or close to it. So that definitely um, helped me get my stuff together. And I noticed maybe probably about a month after doing this, like my eye twitching would stop. Um, I felt more energy. I, you know, I, lo- I got, I started to look forward to that nine o'clock hour so that I can just decompress and, you know, just turn my brain off. Cause I'm a thinker, I'm a strategist and I, I own businesses as well. So I get it. I get when people say, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm up making these calls or I got to get these customers. I got to put these numbers in. I got to do this, that, and the third. So I get what you're saying. But if you really think about it, if you're if you're not getting enough rest, if you're not getting optimal rest, then how present are you for your business? How are you presenting yourself to your business? Are you the snappy business owner that's grouchy in the morning? Are you this crabby coworker that nobody really wants to see in the morning? Like how are you presenting yourself to the world and to your family? What if one hour extra of sleep could really change your life and change your mood? Because I don't see how I was doing it. I don't see how I was getting by on three hours of sleep sometimes, mostly four. Now I get a strong six hours worth of sleep, and that's good for me. It's, it's, I feel rested, and sometimes if I'm, depending on my meal plan, I had a meal plan my trainer put me on last month that was so strict that I was wore out by seven o'clock. And one night, my baby called me. He was like, you need to go to bed because you're sleepy. I can tell by how you talk. And I was like, yeah. I went to bed at 
and woke right on back up at four and I was good. Like, you know, so sometimes it does depend on what we're putting in our body, but most of the time it's, it's just, you need rest. Your body needs to rest. There are only, there's certain things that happen when your body is laying there with no stress and totally relaxed that there's certain things that that's the only time your body can perform these functions. And we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but I just want you to just keep an open mind and look at your life as I'm talking about these certain topics um, within sleep and look at your life and see how, how you measure up because I'm sorry. I just don't believe that anybody is, anybody is okay on four hours of sleep. Something is missing. You're missing something somewhere. And, um, and it could all be your routine. And during the day, you have to make sure you got to watch what kind of calories and caffeine, how much caffeine you consume during the day. Some of y'all are some caffeine junkies and, um, you you have to watch things like that. So we're going to get into that in a few minutes. Um, just the, the, the whole, what is sleep? Like what are the, 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 the stages So we're going to get into that in a few seconds. So sleep affects how we look, how we feel, and how we perform. During sleep, our body repairs muscles, it consolidates our memories, and it also releases hormones that regulate growth and appetite. Now we have, I'm sure everybody has heard of the REM or rapid eye movement portion of sleep but there's also a NREM which is the non-rapid eye movement of sleep and that is what 75% of our night consists of Um, NREM sleep has four stages well three and four are the same stage so I don't know why they just don't say it's three stages and I got this information from the National Sleep Association and um the um, NREM sleep consists of, I'll just say three stages. <laughs> so during the first sleep, first stage, um, you are pretty much awake and you just fall asleep when you're a light. That's what is considered a light sleep. Like somebody can come up and say, hey, Nicole. And I'm like, huh, were you asleep? No, nah, I wasn't asleep. I was just resting my eyes. You know, <laughs> that's what my pop pop used to say. I'm just resting my eyes. I'm like, mm-hmm, you can sleep. Um, The second stage of NREM is the onset of sleep. You're disengaged from your surroundings. Your breathing and heart rate are regular, but your body temp also drops. So sometimes it's good to kind of sleep in a cool environment because your body temperature is going to drop anyway. So you don't want to be freezing or you don't want want it to be too hot. But, you know, you do you. Whatever you fall asleep in, as long as you're going to sleep, I don't really care. But this is what the science says. (laughs) And I also am passionate about this because I did suffer from sleep apnea. And that's a whole nother topic. But um, that's when you're sleeping and you stop breathing in your sleep. And a lot of it is because of our weight. Our weight does control. And and it's our weight puts us at risk for, you know, if you have somebody that snores a lot, which I did. And I ended up having a sleep study. um, And this is when I was heavier. 
Um, I had to be maybe 270 at this point where I was diagnosed and I went to the sleep study place. I got my little machine and I strapped on my little mask and went to sleep. But it's, it's amazing, these sleep studies, how you find out like how often you're not breathing. So let's just imagine, let's say you are undiagnosed with sleep apnea and you're not sleeping at night. Your body is like in turmoil and you just walking around like it's okay. Mm-mm. Y'all need to holler at me. Y'all need to um, get in my inbox so we can talk about these sleeping issues. <laughs> and that was a segue. But anyway, <laughs> in the third and fourth uh, stage of NREM sleep is where your blood pressure drops and your muscles relax, which is so good for us that are working out every day. Because um, when your muscles relax, it increases blood supplies to your um, muscle and it incre- it increases your tissue growth and repair can occur at this stage because you're not moving. Your body is totally relaxed. Your muscles can chill and they can get the blood and repair that they need because you're all the way asleep. And all this is um, still the NREM sleep. And also what happens in this third stage is um, hormones are released. Typically the um growth hormone and this third stage of NREM sleep is really um, the deepest and most restorative portion of our sleep night Um, and then after you have the NREM you fall into the REM which is 25% of the night this occurs and it lasts for about 90 minutes so these the NREM and REM occur in alternating cycles so you'll go NREM and then you'll go REM and then you'll go back into NREM and then you'll go into REM. If you're sleeping at least six hours. I didn't say it. This is what the people say. I'll get to it at the end. Um, but at REM sleep, um, you um, it provides energy. It supports your daytime performance. Your brain is active and dreams occur and your body is mobile and relaxed and your muscles are turned off. Now, I don't I might have broke that down wrong cuz I don't see how your body can be mobile and relaxed, but um um and your muscles are turned off. But how are we moving? But anyway, wait, y'all get what I'm trying to say. Um so also in I'm sorry, I missed I messed up a little bit, but I go switching back to the NREM sleep. Um, your levels of cortisol dip at night. So everybody knows that cortisol is a kind of the stress hormone. It's released when we're stressed. But the um, cortisone dips at night, so you're very, very relaxed, which obviously that's why you're sleeping. Um, but then the cortisol increase overnight so that you can be alert and productive in the morning. Um, sleep also helps us thrive by contributing to a healthy immune system. Sleep also helps balance our appetites because of the ghrelin and leptin. Um, These are two hormones that are released, and they play a role in our feelings of hunger and fullness. So, duh, that's why people say if you don't get enough sleep, you're going to gain weight because you, these hormones that are released during sleep will cause some sort of imbalance in your your thoughts of and your feelings of fullness and hunger and the lower the the less you sleep 
um, you have, the sleepier you are, the more hungry, the more you feel the need to eat. And that's just how it, how it, that's just how it goes. And the sleep foundation recommends six to 10 hours of sleep, six being on the low side and 10 being on the, you know, okay, you must be like really on vacation if you can sleep 10 hours, but, um, but definitely at least six hours. I think six hours is the, where most people can get to if they're not already there. Um, now you guys might've heard of Ariana Huffington. She is really the, the, the brain behind Huffington Post. Um, and she in 2007 collapsed from, um, exhaustion and it was really big in the news. She actually was one of the guest speakers at my, um, school where I went for my health coaching um, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and she was one of our guest speakers, one of the guest lecturers, and she was talking about this incident. And she has a book called The Sleep Resolution, Transforming Your Life One Night at a Time. And what I loved about her was just her openness of, you know, how she didn't sleep. And we all get it. She's a businesswoman, you know. She she even instituted a sleep room at the headquarters of Huffington Post. Um, and so she's since that collapse, she's been a big guru on sleep and wellness in the business world. And, um, she, in her, in this book, the sleep revolution, she cites that sleep deprivation has links to diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, cancer, um, decreased in productivity, creativity, and the quality of our relationships and our sex life. So, I mean, listen, it's not hard to say if you don't get enough sleep, how cranky and discombobulated you are throughout your whole day. If not just in the morning and then you kind of, you know, you kind of wing it until you get your, get your balance and then you can coast through the rest of the day just so that you don't go to sleep the next night. So what are the things that we can do um, to promote sleep? How can we how can we look into sleep as something that is a necessary, a necessity? (laughs) How can we look as it, look at it as a necessity? Um, and I'm going to let you know my recommendations from your health coach, Nicole Queen, in just a few minutes. Ariana Huffington has a quote that say, that says, Treat yourself as well as you treat your smartphone, making sure to sleep until fully recharged. Now, that's a word right there. That is a word because that's what we need to do. We treat other things more important than we treat ourselves. And honestly, sleeping is the only time we really get to recharge. Um, I was talking to one of my friends about her sleep and... I was like, listen, you need to have a night routine. I, I haven't, listen, now, my night routine has just evolved through the years. And now I really need to feel like I need to get an alarm clock because I do sleep with my phone because I use it as a, um, an alarm clock. And maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I should put my phone in the, in the, in the, um, living room and just use my alarm clock to wake myself up but I'm getting ahead of myself. But a night routine is a routine that you do at night 
or it's a stage of events that you do at night to celebrate your sleep. Um, and you typically need to start it like an hour and a half before, like you pick a desired sleep time. Like my desired sleep time is 10 o'clock. So around 8.30, I start getting myself together to get into bed by 9 and wind myself down so that I'm hopefully fast asleep by 10. Um, so you need to start your, your, your night routine an hour and a half before. So a night routine can go like this. You make yourself a nice cup of lavender or chamomile tea if you're a tea drinker. If not, you can research some sort of warm milks, warm nutmeg milk. I don't drink um, dairy. Um, I don't drink regular milk. But there's some really good um, nut milks that you can conjure up with, you know, some cinnamon and nutmeg, some nice warm taste not a lot of sugar because sugar is going to amp you up so you want to you know just not add any type of sugar if that's um if that's possible um and then maybe a nice warm shower followed by the drink not of alcohol a drink of cup of tea I should say let me specify um put your nice warm fuzzies on this um make your bed like have a nice well-made bed with nice fluffy pillows um some really good sometimes music I don't sleep to music I have sometimes sometimes I'll put on some slow jams you know and I'll just lay on down and listen and then I'll fall asleep um I also like to spray my room so that it smells you know it smells really good I keep my um AC on kind of low um because I like to get under the covers and not be too hot, but I like to be under the covers. And voila, there you go. A nice little night routine. Some people, if you have a lot of things on your mind at night, um, spend some time journaling. That would help. Um, Some things that you do not want to eat would be any sort of heavy meals before bed. Spicy meals are really weird. Why would you do that before you go to bed? I don't know, but some people do. No spicy foods, no hot wings. If you're out with the girls or the guys at a bar and you know when you get home you're going to crash, limit your alcohol intake and do not buy hot wings. Get something like a salad or something light. Um, You don't want to do any high-protein foods. Protein is very hard for the body to digest especially at night when it's everything slows down so you don't want to eat anything high protein and of course you don't want to drink a whole lot of water prior to going to bed that would be crazy because we all know where that's gonna gonna lead us but your night routine wants to be something that you celebrate you want it to be something great like if you don't have like really nice sheets you know splurge a little bit get you some really nice sheets for your bedroom y'all get your bedroom looking beautiful and tranquil like I'm in the right now that that's where I am like I want my bedroom to be like a spa retreat so I'm trying to think of some ways to make that happen so I've been on Pinterest looking at simple ways to like kind of convert my um my bedroom into that I've already got my smells. I use this spray that I spray. It's called Money House Blessing. And some people, you you know what it is. It's the uh, air freshener with the little Indian on the front. It's got all the fruits and it's purple. I love it. Always have loved it 
since I don't know where I smelt it first, but I love that smell. So that's what I use. And um, I, I enjoy me a money house blessing. Now it's only a dollar down at the West End Mall. I go in the roses and I rack up, y'all. <laughs> but that's what I that's what I love. Like if if I don't have that, I like a plug-in with the Hawaiian breeze. Now come on. That's the classic number one probably um smell. But I do want to um get into maybe a, a air diffuser or something like that. And I mean, you know, when the funds are tight, you gotta do what you can do until you get to that place but that's what I want to do um and then you know get you some cute pajamas like I love me a pajama set and my baby be like what you wearing in bed I was like I wear pajamas like I wear like a little short set or whatever go on and get you some nice pajamas or if you don't sleep in pajamas then you really need to have nice sheets you know what I'm saying if you just like to sleep in you know your underwear then get you a really cute pair underwear whatever it is celebrate your sleep time and turn your phones off maybe 30 put it on do not disturb I know a lot of people do that anyway and put it away from your bed if you can you know take the tv out the bedroom um but most people don't do that so what would I would suggest is you know turn the tv off and spend some time talking to your SO or reading a book um, these are great things that you can do before bed. And I know some of y'all will, I take melatonin. I take melatonin. Some of y'all ain't even taking melatonin right. Melatonin should be taken at least like an hour and a half before your desired time to go to sleep, an hour and a half to two hours, so that that thing can have a chance to, you know, work its way through the body how it's supposed to. So you want to make sure that you are, doing these things correctly and for people that aren't big into taking pill form of melatonin there are some natural um, ways to take melatonin and of course it's in the food that we eat Um, any foods that um, are high in calcium because calcium helps the brain make melatonin of course there's the good old tryptophan which is a type of amino acid um, which can be found in poultry banana avocados nuts and seeds those we all know that those that's why people you know you eat all that turkey at Thanksgiving and you fall asleep you know that's a big thing that comes out around Thanksgiving time why do we fall asleep so much after we eat um it's you know attributed to some of it's attributed to our tryptophan in that turkey um magnesium that can be found in dark leafy greens nuts and seeds uh then you got your vitamin B6 which converts tryptophan to melatonin and that can be found in meat, pistachios and uh, sunflower seeds. So there's different ways that you can get what you need and most of the time the earth has already given us the things that we need to um, to sleep or given us the things that we need to better ourselves. We just have to do the research sometimes or hire a health coach as such as myself. <laughs> Shameless plug. And to help you guys navigate through that, um, planning your day a day ahead will help decrease in anxiety. A lot of people have a lot on their mind before bed. That'll be a way to just get that stuff out of your mind you, and put it on a piece of paper so that you already know what you're going to go into for the next day. I have so many tips and 
Oh, just so many tips for people that, you know, say that they're not sleeping enough. Um, the first thing I always start off with is how much water are you drinking and how much coffee or any sort of caffeinated beverage are you drinking and at what time are you drinking them? Because that's the main, that's one of the reasons why people can't sleep. Um, if you work out late, and so I've, I've been on that path too, working out late, so you're up, you're amped, you know, then you may want to, on your way home, definitely you don't want to take a pre-workout and before, you know, your evening workout if you can help it um, because that's going to just mess you up later on in the evening because you're not going to be able to sleep right away. But you may want to, you know, eat a banana after your workout and then when you get home, you know, have fix yourself a cup of tea so that you can already get your mind into, okay, I need to calm down. I need to get ready for the next day. Um, get the kids ready. If you have children, one thing to say that fuss and fighting in the morning is lay their clothes out at night. If you have school age kids that can dress themselves and you don't need to have that, that's fine. But if your kids can dress yourself, have them do all that stuff at night before they go to bed. So if they get up, they can boom, they can automatically brush their teeth, wash their face, get dressed, and whatever else they do, whether it's start their breakfast or um, whatever. You can already have that stuff planned out the night before. That also saves on the anxiety and the rushing in the morning. Nobody wants to rush because you didn't do the responsible thing and go to bed at an appropriate amount of time for you to get the enough rest so you're not hitting the snooze button 50 million times and you can get out of the bed and you can go help Katie get her little self ready for school. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's be let's be adults here. Let's not sit here and put the band-aid on sleep and say, "Oh, I don't need that much sleep." Oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so am I. And it doesn't mean that I love my business any more or any less because I value sleep. You know, I, I, I run with a lot of people that, you know, that do, you know, burn the midnight oil. But I know that my body can't do that. And I was making some crazy decisions because of it. And I know they were. And I know they were crazy because of them. They don't make no sense today. And I attribute it to me not sleeping. Well, yeah, I did that stupid stuff because I wasn't sleeping because I wasn't. You cannot think clearly. Your brain just does not have the chance to, to rejuvenate itself like it needs to at night. So if you guys need help with this, help formulating a routine, help, you know, just more. You want to know more about this book? I suggest you go, y'all go on and get that book. The Sleep Revolution by Ariana Huffington. You know, if you're really having a problem and really want to see some science linked to the absence of sleep, you know, go on and get that book because she done did the research for y'all. You don't even got to do it. Just read, skim through the book. Audibles are there. Go on and do that. But listen, I'm done. I'm off. I'm getting off my soapbox because it's almost 8 o'clock. And I need to get myself together for bed. So <laughs> you can find me at Facebook, Nicole Queen. Um, I also have Fit and Fly, which is my fitness apparel brand that I will be relaunching and rebranding and re-in your face about um, coming soon. Um, I also have, um, so that's Fit and Fly ATL um, on Facebook. I mean, wait a minute. 
It's spinflyatl.com. And then on Instagram, I'm beinspired underscore 24-7. And then there's fitinflybiz, F-I-T-T-I-N-F-L-Y-Biz. That's on Instagram. And then I have beinspiredhc on Instagram as well. Please hit me up. Find me some type of way. I still haven't really gotten into how I can leave um, information on this platform, but I will be doing that. I'm going to put that on my things to do this week. There we go. I need to put it on my planner tonight for tomorrow. How about that? See, I talk, I talk, walk it like I talk it, man. I don't be playing no games. But anyway, those are all my places. You can find me on social media. Until then, be inspired and love each other. Pick a flower, pet a dog and hug a baby. Good night. Peace.